everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. And today, today, I am so excited to introduce to you, I have a fabulous guest, and I am absolutely tickled pink. Here today, we have the Firefly Studio 67, uh, the owner of the Firefly Studio 67, Gina. Gina is here. Hi, Gina. Please say hello, everybody. Hi, Pam. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Pam, for inviting me to your podcast today. I am so thrilled that you are here, Gina. You have no idea because I don't know if you know this, but um, basically your you changed my world. And I want to just give you a little um, uh, little snippet on how that happened. And I don't, I don't think you have any idea about this. But uh, I was uh, just, oh gosh, it was last June and I was buried in junk journals and I uh, just started uh, the YouTube channel to uh, hopefully spread the word. I had an Etsy shop so I could sell some of these junk journals that I had building up around my feet like a mountain. And I came across one of your videos and it was so inspirational to me because it said, uh, you know, wouldn't it be great if people who made junk journals actually gave back to the community and maybe taught some how-tos and things like that? And at first I thought, well, I, I don't have anything to teach anybody. And I kept, But I'll tell you, I couldn't get it out of my head. And it kept bugging me and I kept thinking, you know what, she's absolutely right. Um, you know, I'm just sitting here gluing paper together. Maybe somebody might be interested in watching that. It's possible because I know how I love to do that. So uh, I want to I really a huge thank you to you because if it, honestly, if it wasn't for you, you gave me a big kick in my bottom to get, <laughs> you know, I am so happy to be able to speak with you today in person. Oh, thank you so much. That is, that is so kind of you. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for those of you who don't know, G, uh, Gina is in the UK and uh, so she is experiencing the junk journaling world. Um, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Gina, because um, I'm excited to learn all about you. So please feel okay. free. Go. Uh, well, I'm I'm a junk journaler, as you know, and uh, I now reside in the UK because I, I married a Brit. <laughs> only oh. only love could bring me here. Was it the uh, accent? It was the accent, wasn't it? It was. It was. <laughs> I used to love to listen to him talk, and now it's like, shut up, please. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I've been over here now um, about 12 years, you know, off and on, because obviously my family's still back in the U.S., so I have to devote uh, blocks of time to go back and, and visit with them. But yeah, I've been really fortunate to uh, to be able to, to, you know, split my time between two countries. And um, so, yeah, that's that's a bit about me. Wow. And how long have you been going back and forth between the two countries? Has that been years or? About 12 years, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And how much time do you spend in either area? Well, um, this is this last stint has been the longest. I went a year and a half without going back home, which was really too long given my, you know, the, the current circumstances there. But uh, I tried to get back once or twice a year, you know, because it is, it is a big cost. But um so it, at least a couple times a year to see. Oh my gosh. And do you like, tell me how do you, do you like scoop up your junk journal stuff and take it with you? Or do you only oh. do it at your, your British home? Oh, Pam. TSA <laughs> has a fit every time I come through security. <laughs> I've got my punches packed up. I've even, I've even carried my vintage typewriter. 
Oh, and get out. Really? I'm not joking. Oh, my God. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I've been back for um, the, the last time I was back there. I lived for two years in Tallahassee, Florida. And, oh, you did? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had a place up there. My daughter's in Tallahassee. So, yeah, I carried my vintage typewriter back in my carry-on. So. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, you are hardcore. You are oh, definitely... You know it. <laughs> I love it. I love hearing that about you. That is so much fun. Uh, and I have to ask you, how, how did you come up with the name of your channel, the Firefly Studio 67? Where, where did that name come from? Uh, yeah, I've been asked that a few times. That actually goes back to when my kids were growing up. We lived in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And one of the really vivid images was sitting out on, we had a, a, like an old farmhouse with a wraparound porch. And we sit out there in the evening and the kids would chase fireflies and try to catch them. And that's stuck. That stuck with me, um, that image of the kids. And so I just had to name it. And I I absolutely love fireflies because they're getting more and more difficult to find these days, you know. Um, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I I love that story. That is amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love fireflies, too. They're dope. We had a lot back in Canada when I grew up. I remember that. This is it. You got to go up the coast a bit, I think, to to see many of them. But we don't get them that often down south Mm. now. So... (laughs) And, and and do you, is that the same thing as a lightning bug? Yes, I think so. Oh, I think it's okay, that, yeah. I think yeah. that's what we used to call them, lightning bugs back home. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So so I am so curious. How how did you fall into the world of junk journals? What was your story? How did how did this come to pass? You have the most amazing videos and 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 first of all, I'd like to say that you are uh, the the works that you create and the detail in the level of the work that you do is amazing and mind-blowing. And so I am in complete awe of your work. If anybody hasn't seen Gina's work, definitely go check it out because it is amazing. So Uh, how did you go down this rabbit hole? Well, there's a story to that. As you know, I have a story for everything. uh, (laughs) I was was back in Tallahassee and my daughter was getting married and I was helping with, you know, the arrangements and things for the wedding. And I spent a lot of time on my own because Paul was back here. And I just, you know, in the evenings after I do what I had to do, um, I'd sit down with the YouTube as we all do. Yes. <laughs> I just <laughs> discovered it via YouTube. Wow. And I was hooked from the moment, the very first video. That was oh it. That, that's amazing. Yeah, I... Uh... I kind of fell into it from, I was watercoloring at the time and I came across some YouTube video on how to make a book. And I thought, well, maybe I could make a book full of watercolor paper so I would have a, you know, a, a yeah. tablet to work on. And that was, that was my first one. And then, you know, just down the rabbit hole, I went. Absolutely. Um, oh my gosh. And do you, do you still have your first junk journal? I do. I do. do? I, I don't let anybody else see it, but I do. Uh- <laughs> I know that feeling. I know exactly that feeling. (laughs) It was awful, but but I persevered. And yeah, I was absolutely determined that this, you know, I was going to make this happen. And oh, my God. So, yeah, you know, I think everybody goes through that point where you're wherever you're at. You're looking at things in a completely different light. It's like, oh, how can I use that in my junk journal? (laughs) So true. So what kind of, how did you put it together? Was it a, a three-hole pamphlet stitch? A three or was hole, it a yes. It was, three yeah. pamphlet, yep. That was, okay, that very was, cool. That's the best one, I think, to get started with. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, that's, I love that one. I could, I could just stay there and not change at all from I, that one. Um, I know. I do go back to it from time to time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you? What do you do now? What do you primarily do uh, now to sew them together? I, I 
pretty much stick with the five hole pamphlet stitch. I've tried some of the other stitches, but I feel like the five hole is very secure for what I do. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> oh, very nice. And uh, have you tried the Coptic stitch? Man, I, I ended up in a bundle of knots when I did that. <laughs> it, it is, but I have to say the, um, the finished product is worth all the frustration. It, it, it is beautiful, isn't it? it yeah. It's is fabulous. <laughs> Oh, oh I, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's um, let's do a little talking about um, like what makes you tick as far as junk journals. Do you like to follow any particular themes or styles, or do you just like to make eclectic ones, or is it just whatever catches you that day? It actually does because um, anybody, you know, you you probably see. I don't really have one particular style, although I have. If I had to give myself a name, I would say it would be rustic um, chic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. I'm not fully committed to shabby chic. That's just a, bit, a little bit too frilly for me. But okay. that's, I've kind of given my own style. Um, but I do bounce all over the place because I like vintage. Mm -hmm. I like a bit of shabby chic. Um, nature journals, I like to work with that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it just kind of... It just depends on the day, because at any one time, uh, Pam, I've probably got anywhere from 15 to 20 journals in the works. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. wow. And you, do you do custom one. orders? I do custom orders, yes. You do custom orders. Oh, you brave woman. Yes. Yeah, I have <laughs> I, to say that. I, I, I take a knee. I take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit nerve-wracking. Um, I enjoy doing them, but yeah, there's, there is more pr pressure involved with the custom order for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I just, the, there's the stress of it. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what if I end up, you know, they don't yeah. like it or, you know, I just, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been brave enough to go there yet, but I applaud you for your courage. <laughs> and uh, so you've got 15 going at, at once. Wow. That's amazing. So can you explain a little bit about what your, your, your craft room or your craft space looks like? I'm trying to picture you. 15 journals going I mean, are, are you are you a neat nick or, or does it look uh, like a bomb went off or where are you somewhere in the middle when when i'm working mm -hmm. it is like a, you know a disaster zone in there but i <laughs> I, <laughs> I am a little bit ocd in that every night i have to clean it up which Okay. The point of a craft room because I always thought, oh, if I ever have my own space, I'm just going to shut the door on it. It's it's never happened. Never. Uh, happened. So, <laughs> I oh wow! Have to clean it every night. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear you. It can build up very fast if you oh, don't. Doesn't it? Better than me. I don't. I don't clean it every night. I probably like maybe every three days. I have to go through a major like desk clean, or yeah. else like I have no room to work. I have about a one by one foot space. You know. Yeah on this yeah. giant desk when I start crafting. So I'm, I'm absolutely convinced there is no room big enough. For, yes. You know, it doesn't matter how much counter space you have. It's not enough. <laughs> so we expand to our space, don't we? Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I was thinking if you put me on an airplane with a little bit, maybe, um, hi, Holly. Yeah. Holly's going to have things to say. <laughs> Let's interrupt. Um, I, ha I have, uh, if you put me on an airplane and you just gave me some scissors, you probably couldn't give me scissors on the airplane. Who am I kidding? 
But um, maybe if I, you know, I could tear, I could tear paper and a yeah. little bit of glue, you know, I could probably work on the little space in front of me and tear apart the magazine in front of me, which is probably totally illegal, but I could make something <laughs> out of that. You know, like, you're right. We can work in the space we have. We just, we just need yeah. some a few things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so, so, you know, let, um, what, what is it about junk turtles that you find interesting, exciting, or engaging? What, what is it about them that keeps you coming back to this? I mean, you're doing 15 for, for um, is it, you know, like the joy of it? Um, I yeah. mean, what keeps you yeah. engaged in this passion? Yeah, I, it's, it's definitely the joy of, of taking um, a piece of paper mm -hmm. and just watching that turn into something beautiful. Mm -hmm. you know and the whole process of it I think we kind of touched on this before I think because it's such a hectic society that we live in there's mm -hmm. something about it draws you back because it forces you to slow down and because uh, it's not a quick process as you know I mean from mm -hmm. the start to finish oh I wouldn't even want to think how much time I have mm -hmm. in each of my journals uh, from tip you know the coffee dyeing tea dyeing stitching it's just, I love it. I love watching it come together. And for me, because I had left um, card making, I need something that serves a purpose. And junk journaling does that because it's a place for people to record their memories. And um, it's not just something beautiful that sits there and you look at it. It's you, you, you know, you're engaging with it on a day to day basis. So that's what that's what I love about it. I, I love hearing that. And I can certainly relate to a lot of things you're saying, boy, they, they really hit a bell with me. Uh, what is life like in the UK from your perspective as a journal maker? Is it I, I'm trying to imagine, is it different there? Is it the same there? What, what's it like? Um, well, there's a couple of different things within the crafting. Um, junk journaling definitely is not as well known here, although there are some very talented uh, ladies in Europe and the UK. Mm -hmm. um, but it, uh, on the whole, it's definitely a U.S. based, I, I'd say primarily USA. Um, okay. And then craft related. Um, <laughs> It's totally different here. You know, there's not a lot of outlets for there's there's one store that I would I would say is comparable to the size of Michael's. But within that store, you've only got a few aisles of paper crafting products to choose from. So, um, yeah, very, very different. And like I said, I've been out. I try to go out to markets when I get the chance and see and i've yet to see anybody doing any kind of uh journals um you know in my area so, oh okay yeah okay. have you ever sold at a market your uh, no and the reason i haven't i would have loved to have done it because this is something i i like engaging with other people but um because it's not known it, it would really be a waste of my time so, oh because they're, they're, they're totally new they to it yeah, they don't even they don't even understand, you know, it's kind of like my husband when I'm trying to explain to him, you know, four years on, he still can't grasp it. 
Oh, I, I have, I have the same, my husband fell out of the same mold. <laughs> Actually, yeah, if it wasn't for him, you know, and Kurt, you need to sell some of these, honey, They're, you're getting too many. We need to do something about them. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't think they'll ever get it, but that's okay. <laughs> well, that's it. I, and I understand if, if you're not in the, you know, in with it all, you probably don't get it, but, um, right. but yeah, for me, I've, I've just not tried to do the, the uh, markets here. I, I, I'd love to just because I think it'd be a fun atmosphere to sell in. But maybe in the future, I'm hoping when I come back to the U.S., maybe I can do some there. <laughs> oh, there you go. Or maybe you could spring an atom over in the U.K. and say, hey, I've got this new thing. Come and check it out. Oh, you know, you yeah. corner the market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, uh, is it so you so if it's hard to find you go, where do you get your supplies then if um, you can't well, really get? A lot of things in the regular yeah, stores. I, I hate to say it, but I, I generally have to go through Amazon. Okay. Yeah. It's yep. a lot nope. cheaper. It, the, the stores here that do sell it, it's very, very expensive um, for for the ladies in the UK to get their craft supplies. But I would say the the other thing is, um, we I think there's it's more accessible to get true vintage here versus the U.S. So there are oh, okay. some positives. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. And uh, where do you source your true vintage stuff? There is it through uh, like shops and things like no, that. Well, I that? do have yeah, I've got a few uh, thrift stores that I try to to get to once a week in town. But primarily, there's a huge um, flea market and antiques market that goes on about six, seven times a year. Okay. And it's not too far from me. It's amazing. There are people come from France, Germany over. Um, so it's awesome. It's like you go out there for, you know, a good five or six hours and you're going to find stuff from all over Europe. So I oh my gosh. that. I would be in heaven. Yeah. I would have to. I would have to bring 10 empty suitcases just to fill it all up and bring it back. Is it really expensive over there? Like, do you think it's expensive to buy the vintage stuff over there? Or does it seem more reasonably it's, better prices than America or what? I think so. I think from, and there again, you know, I'm just basing it on my experience, but the, the right. market that I go to, um, it makes up for what it costs me to purchase Tim Holtz things for example because they're a lot more expensive than the u.s but okay because i can get the true vintage it kind of all works out the same you know because i can get oh. done beautiful laces and nice, nice ephemera <laughs> nice and um what about uh like true junk do you like to use true junk in your journals do you use packaging and oh, junk mail you do yeah. okay yeah definitely cool. oh yeah. very fun <laughs> um, yeah. yeah no everything's a craft supply right Oh, everything. Yeah. And it, it does reach a point where you think, oh, am I going to be on hoarders soon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. You know, it's uh, I, I try and encourage people when I hear them say I have no supplies to, to look around themselves because there's a million supplies right around you in your own home. You don't even have to leave the house. Absolutely. They're everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, that's another thing that's fun about the junk journals is is just going through your kitchen, for example, and and saying, oh, can I make something out of that? Because one of my favorite things to do is to take baking paper and make pockets out of those. Um, they have a really nice sound to them. And I just I love doing that kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Hey, can you get wax paper over there or is that uh, not? 
found you over there. Can, but it's very pricey, and I don't know why. It's like, okay. oh, it's just wax paper, but no. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. a, it was so commonplace back in Canada when I was growing up. Everybody had their wax paper, their tin foil, and their cling wrap. You know, it was just yep. part of what was in everybody's uh, drawers. And I was so shocked to find it um, harder to find over here. Yeah. But um, no, so that's strange. That's another thing I had to come over with me in the suitcase. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I understand that completely. Um, so so here's a fun question that um, I think might be interesting to think about. Um, what is um, what is not your favorite part of crafting? If you had to list uh, a couple of things that uh, uh, there's all the things we love to do. But are there a few things that maybe you don't love to do that you sort of have to, you know, sort, yeah. turn your way through to, in order to get your finished products? Yeah. Mod Podge. Hate it. Mod Hate this stuff. <laughs> is it the I feel of it on your hands or what is it? What is it about it, Mod Podge? <laughs> it's just, we just don't get on. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I've tried and tried to work with that stuff. And I do, you know, in a when I can't find anything else, I'll dig it out of the bottom of the drawer. But I don't know. There's something about it I just don't enjoy working with it and i love the look of decoupage but um it's not really my thing <laughs> okay got it yeah, yeah it's um is it the i know it can wrinkle paper sometimes it and, wrinkles, and then your yeah. hands are coated in that stuff i don't oh, know i love that feeling <laughs> just don't get on <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Now I could go, I could dive deep into glue or anything that doesn't bother me at all. But you know what gets me is um, fussy cutting. Oh, really? that is that is such a chore for me. Oh. And uh, I really tried to learn, you know, as many tips and get the scissors and everything. And oh. it's just like pulling out my eyelashes when I'm fussy cutting. Well, that's it. <laughs> my done yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, isn't it nice that we all we all like something different though? <laughs> yeah, I know it's so funny. You know, sometimes I'll 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 hear another video and they'll be saying, oh, "I've been fussy cutting in front of the TV for four hours." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, stickers were going to be the answer to that for me, but I found I also have a, a bit of a <laughs> sticker challenge when it comes to getting those things apart. Oh my gosh, I can sit there for twenty minutes trying to separate the sticker from the it's back. Probably all that Mod Podge. On your fingers. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm usually covered in it. Oh my gosh. Oh. So here's a, a question, something that we all tend to face when we're crafting. Um, how do you get your mojo back when you lose it? Or do you oh, lose your mojo? Maybe that happens to me more yeah. than I want to admit. But yeah, for me, I just have to step away and I just start focusing on on really small projects. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe just little um embellishments for the journal or little notebooks. Um, because it does, um, when you're making large journals day after day after day, yes, yeah. oh, it's it can become funny. like a factory, right? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It absolutely does. And so, yeah, it, at that point, I just step away from it and just get out something and maybe, um, maybe turn on some, one of my favorite crafters and, you know, you, for example, I love to see what you've done with book pages. And so then I just put that on and start following along oh that's awesome that's awesome yeah i um i i clean my craft room when i really in a funk and i just don't feel creative at all i'll start cleaning and uh, really deep cleaning you know i'll start going through the drawers and everything and i'll find 
old craft supplies I haven't found in years. And all of a sudden something will spark and I'll be off like following a little butterfly off yep. onto a new thing. And I'll usually end, forget about the cleaning at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that happens too. Um, so what are you working on right now? Right at, right at this moment, like what, what is on your desk right now? Well, to be honest, I've just completed a bee journal. Um, that oh, was, really? uh, it was a three signature, which I've done more signatures in journal before, but it was my largest one from the point of view. It was a three inch signature um, spine. So yeah, I've just completed that journal. And then um, of course I've got a few other small ones on the side that I'm going to be working on, but I think I want to just step back for a bit and start you know, maybe doing some small projects for the next week to try to recharge my batteries. <laughs> I completely understand. And, and um, where do you, do you have an Etsy shop? I don't. I left Etsy. I've got my own website now. Oh, okay. Is that how you sell your journals? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know for our listeners as well. So uh, be sure everybody check out. Uh, how do they find you, Gina? Um, it is the firefly studio 67.com mm -hmm. oh okay that makes it easy okay yeah. so you've got your own website and you're on youtube um and uh, uh do you have any other tips for our listeners who may be newbies to the junk journal world any um words to the wise something you yeah. might like to whisper in their ear if you were just starting out again that you would like to know um I, my advice to anybody starting out would be to take some journal courses. Uh, okay. I, I really wish that I had done so. I know there's a lot of tutorials on YouTube, but if you really want to condense it down, um, there's a couple of courses out there and they're, they're very reasonably priced. So I would definitely recommend um, doing that. It's money well spent. It'll get you straight in with everything from start to finish. So that would be my, um, my number one tip really for somebody starting i think that's great i uh, i've taken uh journal courses in the beginning as well too from several people and i learned a lot from them yep. i mean it really expedites your learning when it you does. can just get past that little part that you always get stuck on or you don't quite know how something is put together and that and it's all laid out for you and oh, um, it really it really i was i was so thankful for the learning and those experiences so yep. Yeah. How about anything for um, the seasoned journal makers out there? Any tips that, you know, maybe we get stuck in our little trenches and, and we start doing things a certain way, but any ideas for the folks who've been making journals a while that might just uh, give them a little bit of inspiration? I would say the same thing, uh, yeah. honestly, because the thing is I've done many courses and they're very different styles, but you will always take something away from each of those course because everybody's so different in their um, journal making. That's so, so true, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't matter if you've been doing it for 10 years. I think there, we can always learn, can't we? I love that. I love that. That's so true. We all learn from each other in this craft. And I, yeah. I think the community is, is, is very blessed in that way because uh, so many people are so open to helping others. Yes. And I love that. And uh, we all, many of us have the same questions as we're creating a way, you know, what's the best glue for this? How do I tie that together? You know, how can I make it so it doesn't fall apart? Um, so many yes. questions are similar. So yeah, yeah, we definitely all learn from each other. And I know I have learned from you, Gina, you have no idea how much I have learned from you. So well, 
Um, Th that's the same for me, Pam. I have learned <laughs> a lot from you, honestly. I love watching your channel with all the sounds that comes from your house. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like there's a hundred of us walking around here. Oh, that is so sweet. Well, thank you so much for that. So, again, just review with me and everybody the best ways to find you. Um, so, yeah. you have the Firefly studio 67 youtube channel and you have the fireflystudio.com website and where else are you are you found in case folks I'm are looking on, up? um instagram same oh. thing the firefly studio 67 and okay. then i'm on facebook but i don't have a uh, facebook page well i do but it's kind of uh, i don't know i haven't really done much with it lately so okay no problem no yeah. problem yeah okay and um that's awesome so people should get a hold of you either through Etsy, not Etsy, sorry. What's the best way if they want to give, send a message to you? Just the go website. to yeah, go the, website. the website. There's a contact form um, on there and that'll come straight to me and we can communicate that way. Oh, awesome. Well, there you go, folks. This is uh, Gina from the uh, Firefly Studio 67. Everybody check her out. She is amazing. She's highly inspirational. She has so many unique, wonderful ideas and her journals are absolutely bar none amazing. So be sure to check her out. And uh, any last thoughts, Gina, or we're going to just wrap it up here. And uh, I've just had an awesome time speaking with I you. I have so. too. Thank you so much, Pam, for inviting me over today. It's really great to get to chat with you. And uh, Thanks so much for all of the inspiration that you provided for me. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you've got coming up. Oh, great. Thanks, Gina. Okay, everybody, that does it for this episode of the podcast of the a Joy of Junk Journals. I'll be back with more uh, coming soon. Everybody take care. Remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon.